All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the uh, program. Uh, Is anybody really surprised at all in light of all that we know that the media mob, the Democratic, you know, radical leftist, climate alarmist, cultist, uh, that they're so dismissive of this devastating report by John Durham. Are you really surprised? Now I'll play montages of media Democrats, you know, saying that the Steele dossier is true. No, it was never true. You know, the worst of the worst, Andrew Weissman, Durham's investigation, a big fat nothing. Um, no, well, it's a nothing because you got away with it. But it's not good for the country. I can tell you right now, this, this mark my words, and I said this many times, If the people that are responsible for all of these efforts to to basically impact a presidency and distract a president for three long years, having no basis at all whatsoever to even begin the investigation, if if that is not viewed as a serious threat, danger to our justice system, our constitutional republic, I don't know what is. And the only option that I see that Republicans have is the power of the purse. And that means, you mean you want to defund the FBI and the CIA? I'm like, yeah, and restructure them. And give them a very, very stated purpose. And part of which is not politicizing presidential elections the way they've been doing it. You know, Peter Strzok, your report is a sad ending to an investigation that never should have taken place. Well, (laughs) He's kind of right, except it was his investigation that never should have taken place. Or Andrew McCabe, I vehemently disagree with Durham's characterization of what the FBI did in his report. And the FBI didn't use raw, unanalyzed, uncorroborated intelligence. They pushed this whole thing. This, This is what we have. The one thing, I guess, you know, it's kind of meaningless. There's no satisfaction and there's no slapping each other on the back, but we put together a great ensemble cast, some of whom will join us later, that we we got this story right where everybody else got it wrong. You know, and it only took the DOJ seven years to find the truth. Little, little too little too late. I thought we were getting an interim report on Durham from Durham in, you know, before the, the 2020 election. And I said, be very careful because if the people involved in these efforts Pushing this dirty dossier. Nobody, nobody's held accountable saying that something that is unverifiable is verified before a FISA court judge four separate times and that you're not held accountable. Do any of you listening to me right now think that you can lie to a judge and get away with lying to a judge and giving the judge false information? Yeah, that, that would be a crime. But, you know, according to all of this, The bottom line is, for three years, they have put this country through nothing but hell. For three long years. They have not, it's been nothing but hell. And during Donald Trump's presidency, all of it orchestrated, we now know, by Democrats with the help from the DOJ, the FBI, and of course their complicit, compliant extension of their press rooms, the media mob. You know, you see Durham's findings, no legitimate reason for the FBI to open this investigation in the first place. You know, crossfire hurricane. 
According to Durham, quote, the crossfire hurricane investigators did not, could not corroborate any of the substantive allegations contained in the Steele reporting. Christopher Steele couldn't corroborate it, quote, nor was Steele able to produce corroboration for any of the reported allegations, even after being offered, this is in early October 2016, remember FBI agents in early October 2016 flew across the pond, met with Christopher Steele, offered him a million dollars or more, I didn't know the or more part until the Durham report, uh, if he could corroborate the allegations. He couldn't. He was never able to collect his money. But by the end of October of 2016, the FBI was using that as the bulk of their information in a FISA application against Carter Page, who had gave them a backdoor into the Trump campaign and later the Trump presidency. And that's not a problem. Christopher Steele is dirty disinformation dossier. All of this funded by Hillary Clinton and her campaign and her power over the DNC. As Durham put it, there was significant reliance on the investigative leads provided or funded directly or indirectly by Donald Trump's political opponents. At the height of a presidential election, the campaign of Hillary Clinton spoon fed nothing but lies, misinformation, propaganda, disinformation, smears against her opponent to the FBI. And then the FBI eagerly, you know, they wanted their insurance policy. He's never going to be president, struck and page, eagerly then tried to corroborate that baseless political smear. They couldn't do it. When they went to the subsource, Danchenko, guess what? He couldn't do it either. He, he, he's the one that said, this is bar talk. This was not meant for anything political. And he was in Washington and wasn't even in Russia. The Bureau then used the unverifiable, bought and paid for Clinton Russian disinformation dossier. And they used it to spy on a presidential campaign, a transition team, and then the White House and and literally drag this country through hell for three long months. And the totally uncorroborated dossier was the basis of these FISA applications. Not only does it say verified at the top of the application, it was unverifiable. And three subsequent renewals thereafter, three of them signed by Jim Comey, by the way, he's proudly coming out with a novel. It's like he wrote a higher loyalty. His higher loyalty is to Hillary Clinton and the Democratic Party. Now we know if there was any doubt anyway. But uh, that became that dossier became the basis of all of those FISA applications and every renewal. And Durham finds the FBI under Comey's tremendous leadership, even withheld exculpatory evidence from the FISA court, quote, FBI personnel working at the same FISA application displayed at best a cavalier attitude towards accuracy and completeness. It goes on. FBI personnel also repeatedly disregarded important requirements when they continue to seek renewals of that FISA surveillance while acknowledging both then and in hindsight, they did not genuinely believe there was probable cause to believe that the target was knowingly engaged in a clandestine uh, intelligence activity on behalf of a foreign power or knowingly helping another person in such activities. Let me put it in plain English. Let me make it simple. It was total, complete Adam Schiff. So did Adam Schiff, Jim Comey, Peter Strzok, Clapper, Brennan? They all knew it. 
Clinton campaign. Everyone pushing the Russian collusion coup, lying, lying to flip a presidential election. Hillary Clinton, October 31st, 2016. Computer scientists have apparently uncovered a covert serving a server linking the Trump organization to a Russian bank. That was a complete lie. Remember the Russian bank? No, had nothing to do with it. No consequences for her. She has top secret classified information on her servers. She didn't have the power to declassify like Donald Trump did. And what happens? Nothing. 33,000 deleted emails. Nobody knew what bleach pit was before this. Deleted, subpoenaed emails. Consequences, nothing. Devices destroyed, consequences, nothing. You know, what's Adam Schiff's consequences? Saying there's ample evidence of collusion again and again and again and uh, the evidence is even in the, the public domain. What's going to happen to his lying? Nothing. Fang Fang's best friend, uh, of course, Swalwell, he was lying. They all lied. And they all got away with it. And one of the things I kept saying during this time as our coverage went on, we did this for almost three years. We stayed on top of this. Somebody had to do it. And I felt like we had the best investigative team. We had the best sources. We, every single thing that we said has now been corroborated multiple times. And we got out the truth to the American people. And here we are at the end of the day and nobody's being held accountable. And I said then, and I'll repeat it now, and it's already been proven true. That this will only embolden deep state actors to go further in future elections. We already saw that in 2020. What do we see in 2020? Here's the FBI again. They have a copy of Hunter Biden's laptop in December of 2019. John Solomon says that they verified that laptop, that they authenticated that it was real. It was Hunter's in, in the spring of 2020. But yet you have FBI members meeting weekly in the months leading up to the 2020 presidential election with big tech companies. They knew that it was likely that this story was going to break because they knew that Rudy Giuliani had a copy of it. And Rudy at the time was was President Trump's attorney, or then candidate Trump's attorney. You know, and then, of course, you get all the air support you could ever want by the, the lying, corrupt, dishonest, disinformation media mob. They reported it breathlessly, endlessly, day in and day out. Fake news, CNN, MSDNC, the three networks. It's unbelievable. New York Times, Washington Post getting Pulitzer Prizes for their lies. You know, any of these people ever going to admit that they were wrong? Be held accountable? Of course not. Media mob is, is still dishonest. There's still an appendage, an extension of the Democratic Party. The FBI is still politicized. Why were FBI agents out there pre-bunking to big tech companies saying that, oh, there might be uh, misinformation from a foreign country about, um, about Joe or Hunter Biden? They were meeting weekly with big tech companies. Then the New York Post story breaks, and lo and behold, oh, that's, that must be what they were talking about. And that's where we find ourselves. This, this is not equal justice and equal application of our laws in this country. Then we got the dirty 51 as, as defined by Miranda Devine, the 51 former intel officials. You know, Jim Jordan on TV last night saying that, yeah, John Brennan goes to testify last week, admits it only took him 19 minutes to sign on to the 
Dirty 51 former Intel official letter. And he said, yeah, I did it for political reasons. He didn't want Donald Trump to win. Wow. And then, of course, we learned from Jordan the week before or last week, actually, that there were active employed CIA officials that were trying to entice and and recruit former Intel officials to sign on to that letter. Why? Because, well, Morell says it, it's, it became a talking point. Thank you for giving Joe Biden a talking point on this issue for his debate Thursday against Donald Trump. This, this is not good. FBI personnel repeatedly disregarded important requirements when they continue to seek renewals of their FISA surveillance while acknowledging that they did not genuinely believe there was probable cause. Steele was completely incapable of producing any corroboration for his allegations. Carter Page made multiple exculpatory statements to the individual identified as confidential human source one, but the Crossfire Hurricane investigators failed to make that information known to the department attorneys or the FSIC. Steele's Russian source, Igor Danchenko, was actually living in D.C., FBI personnel working on the same FISA application displayed at best a cavalier attitude towards accuracy and completeness. Senior FBI personnel displayed a serious lack of analytical rigor towards the information they received, especially information received from politically affiliated persons and entities. There was significant reliance on investigative leads provided or funded directly or indirectly by President Trump's opponents. You see what happened here? So is it surprised that the FBI put their cinder blocks on the 2020 presidential election? You think there's going to be anything to stop them from trying to attempt to influence the 2024 presidential election? I don't think so. That is a real clear present danger to this great republic. And it's bad. There's no equal justice under the law, equal application of our laws. We have a dual justice system.